Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud What a and it is good morning from the Concrete Gang. Welcome to 2018, another great year of broadcasting in front of you. Good morning, Gorilla. You forgot the bright-eyed and bushy tail, mate. We're not. I'm not that bright. And award-winning Concrete Gang. Yes, please. All right. The award. Welcome to the award-winning Concrete Gang, brought to you by Community Radio 3CR. Is that okay? Bright-eyed and bushy tail. And we bring it to you, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Good morning, listeners. Great to be back. Um, thank, you, thank you, Ron Blaskett. Had a, Good morning. Oh, Jesus, I've been cut off again, have I? See you later, no, Gorilla. Just, Good morning. <laughs> String Bean. You've had enough. Welcome back. And turned his back on me as well. You notice that? And thank Annie you. on the panel. We're all here. Buzz is somewhere having a coffee with a boss somewhere, I'm sure. But anyway. Oh, that's a bit hurtful. <laughs> we will get on with it. It has been a big start to the year. And we will get to that in a minute. But uh, did you enjoy the break? Correct? I had a great break. Yes, yes. I um, didn't meander too far from the borough, but uh, you know, went to quite, you know, quite a few of my water and holes down there, had a few beers, but uh, didn't do much because I started back on the tenth. But that was a good, nice break. And uh, geez, we had some hot weather too, didn't we? Kill a brand dog on a chain. Indeed. And uh, when it comes to the break. Cheerio to all the members out at the Skyrail who actually did get the break, despite well, the efforts of the joint venture and the state government to get them to work from Boxing Day on. Anyway, congratulations to the members who took their break. They're still employed, they're still working, and they had a break. How, well about, your, how about your break, String Bean? Obviously, you know, it's all about him. The extended break, you mean? Extended break, indeed. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh. About three months he's had off. Yeah, what's what's the go there? Yeah, I don't know what's ha- what's happened in the last six months. I, I've been away. I've been up the coast. 
And you weren't listed on the concrete gang because you didn't even know who won the awards. That's right. I I won't miss the show in 2018, though. I know it's going to be a huge year. It will be a huge year. And just to remind you who did win uh, Scallywag of the Year, it was Element 5 with Wattpack and H&Y as the runners-up. And uh, the Sookie Lala of the Year was our old mate, Frank Cicerelli. Have you paid all your bills yet, Frank? With your $100 million for your land sale. Righto. That's a fair effort to outdo Clemenger, isn't it? Well, Clemenger's almost a, a uh, rank amateur by comparison to Frank. <laughs> Only because they've had no work. He's had nothing to whinge about. They'll probably whinge because they've got no work. Righto. Now, moving along, we should mention straight up there was an incident in the last week where a uh, construction worker fell 6.2 metres. He is still in hospital uh, he fell on an Ironside job, and uh, let's just say Ironside uh, are a part of a uh, group of companies who uh, are great friends with the ABCC yes. and all the rest of it. And uh, BPM, BPM indeed, and uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, yes, cheerio to Jonathan, uh, and his candle making. Oh, yes, his scented, candle. scented candles. Yes, well, I think this poor bloke in hospital is going to need more than a few scented candles. Apparently, he, Jonathan might need a quid too, because apparently the, the, lovely, the lovely and reared and beloveds left him and take a most he's lovely with him. Well, 80% of it. Oh, what every what dog took, has his day, I love it. What if she took the scented candles as well? Well, she might have taken 90% of them too, you know. <laughs> anyway, Ironside are a... Uh, a builder of uh, some notoriety, nothing good, of course. And BPM's that the Icon's building their big job down in South Melbourne there. Yes. In uh, what is it? Just near the casino there. And where we're at with the issue is we haven't got the full results of the investigation of the fall. But when you think about it, six point two metres is a bloody long fall. The bloke is very lucky to be alive. It was only that a H-frame for the, for the formwork was actually leaning against a bin, which he would have fallen into otherwise and would have been basically impaled. So the old, whoever, whoever left the H-frame there probably did him a favour. He's very knocked about, but hopefully he will uh, come out of it without any uh, serious well, he's got head th- damage. Three broken ribs, punctured lung, and just to name a few things. And he's had a lot of uh, brain scans, etc., because that's the the, tr- the nature of the injuries, uh, not always obvious, and the head trauma is one which is very, very difficult to identify, and therefore he's been kept in hospital for a week. I think Ironside BPM deserve a little bit more background. Jonathan Hallinan, the boss there, um, is on the BRW rich list. Plenty of coin, although... I bet he's not now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't you love it? How many of the 300 or 400 companies he has he's lost as well, we don't know. But um, the history with the union there is that uh, the union was dragged in by the ABCC for insisting on female toilets um, for female staff there. As opposed to just having a bloke stand out the front while the women go while to the toilet. The toilet yeah. um, and uh, the union's fine for that. And uh, Jonathan Hallinan and his dodgy blog where he sells his scented candles professes to be such a feminist, yet yeah. his uh, inordinate wealth uh, didn't allow female toilets. So 
that's that's the background on on BPM and Jonathan Hallam. Well, well uh, Stringy, at least his wife woke up to him. <laughs> that's right. Everyone else might be next. Yeah. Righto. Moving right along, we should mention also that uh, <coughs> there has been a development with our uh, illustrious Australian uh, Building and Construction Commission. They're still going. They are still going, as you will remember. Our good friends uh, in the Turnbull government got them reinstated and uh, some people like uh, Darren Hinch and uh, Pauline Hanson and Nick uh, Xenophon and so on all voted for it. And then our good friend, Nige. G'day, Uncle Nige. How's retirement? Because Uncle Nige had to resign. And I note also that the uh, minister is no longer the minister. Old Mickey uh, Cash, he's gone. But they had to appoint someone to be the uh, commissioner for the ABCC, and they've appointed dun, 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 Steve McBurney. They brought Steve McBurney back, and Steve is also known for his uh, contribution to AFL football as an umpire. A white maggot. And, uh, a lime green maggot, these days. Lime green maggot. Anyway, cheerio to Steve. Oh, uh, cheerio to Steve because... We're going to keep you busy, son. There's no problem about that. But I've got to say this. I don't mean to be insulting, but in a world of equal opportunity, how come Kathy Cato didn't get the gig? And now she's had to resign. No no, no mock horror for us, but uh, Kathy Cato was going to be, according to uh, most people in government and so on, the new commissioner. But somehow or another... They ankle-tapped her, and now she's resigned completely from the ABCC. There's a lot of movement going around. Cash's office, in and out of fair work to Cash's office and to some other, you know, bosses, bosses union or whatever it is. They, they're just like open-door policy around there, aren't they? Rotating the chairs. But uh, after those leaks, I don't know if there's anyone left in that, uh, in that office. <laughs> They're all working for the Liberal Party now, I think. I don't know. Well, I've got to say, it's been a big week for uh, security. Oh. Uh, <laughs> or should we say, lack of security. There you go. It's all going to be happening. And Sell your cabinets. Are they on, fa- are they on Facebook? <laughs> well, They might as well be. <laughs> That's right. We've got a few people on Facebook, haven't we? Oh, well, we've no, got a few no, people no. on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, look at me, look at me, but we won't go into that now. We might save that up for next week. Now then, you might we, Buzzer might think you're talking about him if you're not careful. No, nah, no, nah, Buzzer loves Bu- it, doesn't he? Buzzer's Facebook is yeah, yeah. Oh, please, no. He no. seems a bit lonely. Lots of photos of Buzzer on his own. <laughs> loves the photo, Buzzer. <laughs> yes, cheerio to Buzz, and uh, let's hope uh, he. Uh, gets to the show next week and carries out his obligations. Anyway, we might cut to a track and uh, yes, Gorilla. We, yeah, we've got a, a band called Canned Heat. I remember when I was, a, I wouldn't have even been 18, maybe 16 or 17, I caught the train to Mulwalla, they had the Mulwalla Festival. So, but looked at it, but not many people remember that and Canned Heat were there, I still oh, remember them. I fell asleep in the puddle of water, I had a little, little bit to drink, a few other things. Oh, but anyway. didn't drown. Yeah, well I'm still here. So uh, they're coming to do a concert, so we've got Canned Hoot with Going Up The Country.
Canned heat. There you go. Good start of the year, mate. Nice choice, Gorilla. Nice choice indeed. Now, some good memories there. The flute. The flute, yeah, I know. I forgot about the flute. It's a nice Sunday morning instrument, isn't it? (laughs) Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull, men at work. Yes, indeed. Not featured too many times over the years, but there's three bands that did. What would you do if you go out to school and someone said you had to play the flute? You'd say, stick it up your ass, wouldn't you? My wife played the flute. Oh, no, great instrument, the flute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, lovely. Very, very skillful. Most of the people that was played... like me, mate. Me, mate, TC. I'll never get him. They, he, he went to Wesley College and they made him play the cello. Mate, I thought he was knocking off his cat. Because we go down his robbery. Ah, ee, ee, ee. I thought, I thought he's given given the old cat the high hard one, but got there and found that old TC was trying to learn the cello. Mate, I've had nightmares ever since. I can't look at a cat the same, I tell you. Well, let's move on. <laughs> yes, indeed, folks. You're on the concrete gang, and it's the same as last year and the year before and the year before that. It's uncontrollable, but we're going to try and keep on target. I'm trying to think of what playing the, flute, playing the flute must be a metaphor for something. <laughs> I'm not sure what. Oh, don't start. <laughs> What's a <Don't> metaphor? <laughs> Here we as go in, again. As in it means something else, mate. It's like, uh, like your rhyming slang. Oh, okay. You know. Right. <laughs> Metaphor, keep metaphor. Your, keep oh. your flute in your pocket. I'm gonna anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Stop rubbing up against me. I'm going to bring a dictionary in here. This, you blast it. No more than four-letter words. You know the rules on the concrete, gang. <laughs> right up. Let's oh, keep sorry. No. Oh, with that, be careful. Let's keep moving. That was we a tuba. Should, we should mention, we should mention that uh, there has been a... Uh, Bit of publicity in recent times about the uh, proprietors of a certain uh, terminal down at WebDoc who have now initiated legal actions against everybody, uh, whether or not they were in breach, allegedly in breach of court orders or not. And this mob, uh, Vic Terminals, as I understand it, their name to be, they're known by a few other names around the world, and they seem to have a uh, mode, of, mode of operation which basically involves have a blue with unions. Make peace. Make peace, and, and then s- sue the shit out yeah, of them. Sue the shit out of them, yeah. And there is still, for example, legal action going on against the Longshoremen's Union on the west coast of America. Uh, they had, as they are quite entitled to do under the laws of industrial relations in uh, America and California, they had a blue, they had industrial action, they signed a new contract, as, the, as they term it, and then after it was all over and done with, guess what? 
Vic Terminal starts legal action against the longshoremen, suing them for civil damages. So that was uh, on uh, on the go last year, and now they've added to it by taking action against the MUA, the CFMEU, and probably there'll be a few other people before it's all over. So we'll keep you up to date with that. And uh, let me just say, seems to be going back to 1998, doesn't it? It does. And I bet you... There's all sort of all calm and reasonable. I bet you there was again political interference from a federal liberal government. Mind anyway, you, they, they went from crying poor to the tune of about a hundred million dollars down to a lot less than that. Mm. A couple of million now, isn't it? So yeah, but what about all? Full of it. But the argument was about about the um, MUR not letting the medical supplies out and all that was a whole. That was a load of shit. And, you know, in the Herald Sun, and there was nothing. Yeah, you know, no truth in that at all. But that was their argument. Shock horror. Yeah, exactly. The Herald yeah. Sun lies. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. I'll try to get up for the floor. Yeah, no, no uh, shock mock here, please. Righto. We should also, as we do, mention a few of the issues in the industry, and asbestos is always one of them. And sometimes we have uh, a situation like at the Iron Ear Hospital where it has been a disaster for a number of years now and it still goes on. But by contrast, you can do it right. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I went out to a job at Monash Uni and uh, they're demoing a building out there and uh, our friends from um, uh, Rafferty's were doing the demo in charge of the job and... uh, Kang's boys were doing the demo, uh, doing the asbestos removal, and the whole job was encapsulated. And I thought it was a very, very you know, professional way of re- removing asbestos. It looked very clean, but I must add, just I don't take the shine off it, but they knew I was coming. <laughs> Is that a bit unfair? It's probably a little bit unfair. Okay. To encapsulate a building, it would have taken a few days. Yeah, it would have, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you didn't give them uh, 48 hours notice. Well, if that shield on the car park had let me in, I would have been there two days <laughs> earlier, but don't go down there. <laughs> because I showed the greatest, you know, I've come back this year cool, calm, and when she, you know, she said you can't park there At for two At least till the end of February. And I thought of all these horrible things to say to her. I said, no, long, no, uh, gorilla, just take it easy. And I did. <coughs> but oh, mate, I must have been, I nearly ran her down the second day I came. But anyway. It just shows how, how a little but power how corrupts. Did, how, did we, how did we get off the subject of asbestos? Well, I thought of that, buddy. <laughs> right, let's no, just, no, let's just right, talk right. positive. There is a lot of asbestos uh, getting removed. There's a lot of a lot at Monash Uni. Every building's got asbestos. I know exa- exactly where it is, mm. and I must admit they do they do take it seriously out there as you should do. But you know, w- as you know, we we go on jobs and buildings get get they're just moving demolishing and asbestos goes everywhere. But at Monash, they realise that what the responsibilities have got, especially all the students uh, moving around there. Although they don't always do, they have had a couple of. Uh, mobs out there like um, Monaco Hickey who hired some non, non-union non uh, demo mob that had kids on sponsorships and, and I remember I went on the job and the bloke threatened me with ABCC he was standing there with all the people from Monash Uni in the asbestos tiles I said don't worry about me you're standing in the <laughs> middle of a broken asbestos so you know you've got to keep an eye on it all times and this asbestos is not going to go away for a long long time because there's still tons and tons of it through all these buildings Indeed. I think that, the gorilla keeping his cool is a good segue to talk about just how hot it's been and exactly keeping out of the rain. The weather's been wild. It's like living in Darwin. It is. Until in this week where it went back to Melbourne winter. 
Well, <laughs> for every action, there's an equal and opposite <laughs> reaction. Righto. So inclement weather has actually been handled pretty well. I've got to say uh, all the reports are that there haven't been too many arguments. There's been a few, though. Yes, and... Uh you know, we were discussing earlier, and, and, and of course, Burns Brick Lane, our good friend Michael Burns. You and know, Uncle Mick. He did have a ponytail for a long time. I always say, worry about old blokes with ponytails, but he has had it cut off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he, he decided to send his, tell his boys that uh, fr- uh, Friday's going to be too hot, don't come in and not get paid. And uh, he just came off a job at Monash Uni where he would have made millions, you know. So, uh, mate, how much is enough? And then you screw the blokes, I mean, honestly. Just like the car park attendant, just a little bit of power, a little bit of money, yeah, yeah, it yeah. all goes sour. <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm going to... Oh, <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Lucky it was a woman. There has been, however, in some sectors, there's been a whole lot of issues that have gone on and on during the heat, during the rain and during rail occupations. Indeed. There's uh, obviously a lot of work going on, infrastructure work, and the major contractors are acting as they always have. John Holland, Fulton Hogan, Lang O'Rourke doing their northeast, uh, the northeast rail thing and the and um, Mernda Rail, the John Holland's case. And, uh, and boy, has it been a start to the year up there. I mean, they started, yeah, they were up to these tricks last year, but this year... We've seen uh, panels coming from Hume and VSL, um, absolute shocking yards and the panels being transported uh, inappropriately, flat, um, stacked inappropriately, <coughs> stored in the worst conditions you can imagine in those yards. And then, uh, and then you know, cracked, lifted, uh, smashed on the ground. They tried to bury one when the union showed up. <laughs> um, you know, just ridiculous. And then they're bracing them with uh, timber in a way that, Certainly doesn't meet any standard. With timber, yeah, timber, timber. bracing. Uh, work safe, of course. Come along and do nothing and tick it all off and say yes, John Holland. Whatever you say, John Holland. Um, so yeah, unbelievable stuff going on there. There's EWPs used for access and egress on uh, the columns up there at Mernda. Um, they're lifting panels with excavators. Uh, oh. Just a, a long list of uh, of crimes. And yeah, um, I mean it's not it's, it's usual behaviour, but the thing you'd expect with a Labor government, I guess, would be better government, better better conditions on government jobs, and a better response from WorkSafe. Yeah, horrific, horrific stories. And um, one thing we forgot to mention at the start of the show, which we probably should mention now, the union has moved. Indeed, it has. Five forty Elizabeth Street, diagonally across from the Vic Market. Yeah. Saved by a green ban and le- illegal industrial action back in the 70s. Which brings me to the thing I should mention quickly. Uh, Albert Park Golf Course. They're talking about turning, some Chinese blokes wants to build apartments on the Albert Park Golf Course. I mean, honestly, how far is this going? So stay tuned. And if you're in the Albert Park area, go to the golf shop there and, and sign, sign the uh, petition because that's just absolutely outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Whether you play golf or not, it's a lovely park to walk through and all that, and dog, dogs and all that, and I'll turn my phone off. Righto. The now, Grand Prix job kicking off again as well down there, yeah? Yeah, the Grand Prix is about to happen. And I'll just mention at this point, as he finds his phone... That's a funny sound for a gorilla to make, isn't it? Yes. We should just note the... Jungle, uh, that was a jungle drums, mate. Yeah, just... <laughs> 
We should just note uh, the passing of the uh, founder of uh, Hamilton Marino, Fred McKenzie. Fred McKenzie, yeah. Look, uh, very sad. Uh, f- uh, Fred um, got cleaned up on, I think, his motorbike over the Christmas. And uh, I had some dealings with Fred over the years. And, and uh, I've got to say, uh, you know, he's a decent bloke. Hard bloke, but, but, but you know, fair, fair, fair and square. And... Uh, it's a shocking thing to hear, Fred, and to Sean O'Connor and all the people at uh, Hamilton Marina. We send our condolences. Indeed. Now, Scallywags, the nominations are What Pack for admitting that they uh, called the ABCC against their own uh, employee yeah. on yeah, Spira. occasion. Spira and Luke Borg, what a double. They're the blokes that sacked the three old Peggies and that, and they're just fo- form still going on. So, fantastic work, boys. Ironside for uh, Ironside BPM for their uh, disaster out at North Fitzroy the other day. Yeah, another cheap non-EBA mob like Element 5, no safety. Vic Terminals for their, as we reported, their action against the unions for uh, allegedly taking illegal action, blah, blah, blah. Start blue, resolve it, then sue everyone. Burns. Oh, please. Mickey Burns, Uncle Mick. Uh, for his little uh, misdemeanour. And last but not least, CPB for doing a dirty deal with the AWU and uh, basically breaking down conditions in a Greenfields agreement which has been put to the Commission. We will be opposing it and we'll be appealing against any decision. What pack? What pack? What pack it is, hands down. Those those two blokes were involved in sacking three old peggies and now they've, they've called them the, the ABCC on their own steward. Very right. ordinary. Luke Righto. Borg and Spiro. Righto, so... If you, re- if, you what, if you want to know why I mentioned Spiro's last name, because it's about 14 foot long. Righto, Suki Lala, Steve Testelin. Sooked up big time about being mentioned on the Concrete Gang mm-hmm. and uh, made all sorts of big statements about if his name got mentioned again. You're just encouraging me, Steve. Good on you, mate. I was actually going to be sympathetic because you'd done some ribs in your uh, skiing holiday in Japan, but nah, suki la So we go at the same old weight. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang and we're back. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.